Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 21. Isaac is born. Then the Lord took note of Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. So Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the appointed time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. Sarah turns against Hagar. Now Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham, mocking. Therefore she said to Abraham, Drive out this maid and her son, for the son of this maid shall not be an heir with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because of his son. But God said to Abraham, Do not be distressed because of the lad and your maid. Whatever Sarah tells you, listen to her, for through Isaac your descendants shall be named. And of the son of the maid I will make a nation also, because he is your descendant. So Abraham rose early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar, putting them on her shoulder and gave her the boy and sent her away. And she departed and wandered about in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was used up, she left the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went and sat down opposite him about a bow shot away, for she said, Do not let me see the boy die. 
And she sat opposite him and lifted up her voice and wept. God heard the lad crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter with you, Hagar? Do not fear, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him by the hand, for I will make a great nation of him. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. God was with the lad, and he grew, and he lived in the wilderness and became an archer. He lived in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. Covenant with Abimelech Now it came about at that time that Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, spoke to Abraham, saying, God is with you in all that you do. Now, therefore, swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me or with my offspring or with my posterity. But according to the kindness that I have shown to you, you shall show me and to the land in which you have sojourned. Abraham said, I swear it. But Abraham complained to Abimelech because of the well of water which the servants of Abimelech had seized. And Abimelech said, I do not know who has done this thing. You did not tell me, nor did I hear of it until today. Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech, and the two of them made a covenant. Then Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. Abimelech said to Abraham, What do these seven ewe lambs mean, which you have set by themselves? He said, You shall take these seven ewe lambs from my hand, so that it may be a witness to you and to me that I dug this well. Therefore he called that place Beersheba, because there the two of them took an oath. So they made a covenant at Beersheba, and Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, arose and returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. And Abraham sojourned in the land of the Philistines for many days. Some of the examples that you can see throughout Scripture is that when God said he's going to do something, he does it. There's no maybe. There's no possibly. In fact, uh, I watched a video recently where the pastor talked about the gospel of maybe. He said, there's no such thing. Why are we preaching from it? Why do we walk around as if that's something that God works in? God does not work in maybe. God works in yes and no. That's it. His promises are yes and amen. There's no other way to look at it. So here, there's a few of them. Isaac is born. That was a promise. That was a promise and that is a miracle. And he said it and it happened. Period. And then also with Hagar. The Sarah jealousy keeps stepping in and Sarah... I mean, understandably, starts to feel a little bit of tension between uh, Ishmael and Isaac. And just the fact that, you know, that that's causing a, a strange dynamic there. So she asks, hey, send him out. And Abraham says, whoa, I can't send him out, my son. And then God said, no, remember, I promised you. I promised you. Your son, Isaac, is the one that is, that is the chosen one. That's the one that I have said. You will have all of your descendants through Isaac. That is my people. However, I'm not going to leave Ishmael 
cursed and to die. I will also bless Ishmael and his descendants. I will make him into a great nation. He's already told him this. And that's the thing. He made a promise and he did it. Period. And then later you see with Abimelech. The Abimelech said, this land, go wherever you please in this land. And then out of not really, you know, having this an understood covenant made, it's kind of just this open agreement. He said, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous with you guys just walking around here. And so they agreed to set a covenant. Well, this covenant, this land, now we're not talking about God making a promise. We're talking about the covenant. Now, a covenant is an agreement between two people. And that covenant is to be kept as a contract. So in this covenant, it's it's a covenant that is set before the Lord. So as they come into this agreement, Abimelech said, okay, then you guys are able to live here. We're not going to bother you. You don't come after me, my people, my future generations, and I promise that we also won't come after you. And then he says, yeah, well, what about this well? He says, you, you haven't told me anything about this well. What about it? He says, your people, they're coming out against it. And he said, no, no, no. Let's have this understood. I will go against anyone who rises up against you and takes away what I've promised you. Don't be concerned. Keep it. So that well is yours and your family and your generations. So while Abraham is there and living in that area, he digs some wells. They settle in the land. They do some things as they're, as they're sojourning. I mean, they're, they're not permanently living there, but they are going through kind of nomadically through the land that Abimelech said, you can do this. Well, we're not done with that story. That story has still more to come. But you're going to see how when we come to covenant, and especially if it's with God, it is permanent. It is agreed upon, and it should, both sides should be kept. God does not say, well, you know, the guy who made that agreement is gone, so we're going to go ahead and change it. Or when you made that agreement, it really it was kind of uh, irrational, so uh, neither one should have to keep up with their part. No, you made an agreement, you keep the agreement, period. So, Father, one of the agreements that we made with you is that we would be your people. We made an agreement with you that we would be a follower of Christ and that we would live as he lived and we would do as he did. One of the things that Jesus called us to do is to keep your commandments. Father, I know that that is a subject that is very sensitive to some people, but I ask that you could just give them peace and you can show them clearly in your word where you have not changed your mind. Jesus did not come to get rid of the law. He came to live it and be a model for us and showing us how we too can keep the law. 
and that it's not difficult. The difficulties and the curses of the law is what man added to your law. Your law is perfect. Your law is easy. And your law gives freedom. So, Father, I pray that we could become a people who seeks to keep your law. That we can fulfill our part of that life contract that we made with you and with Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.